have another theory. This is theory and reason number 10 billion why capitalism has destroyed your life entirely, ruined it. So my theory is that like the construct of meritocracy is what makes people feel that love is to be earned as opposed to love is to be cultivated. So let me elaborate. And this again is gendered. But we're all taught from really young that love is earned and the way that we're taught that love is earned is through this idea that you are not enough so if you look at like what is even the idea of woman a woman only exists in relation to a man so off of that premise alone she's not a whole being so she's like a fraction of a whole being so she has to spend her life finding the other fraction to complete herself as a whole being and that is like through earning things so just this idea like when you're a kid that i don't know you only get rewarded when you get good grades or you only like we just like instill into children from such a young age particularly women that love isn't just given to you like you don't like you know go out and create love in your life you have to earn it and this idea that like something as fundamental and basic as love has to be earned is the most traumatizing and like damaging i I just this might sound really fucked up but what if we all feel like we're not enough because we're not is any one person enough like like like, it's it no no not like like, that not 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 i get what you mean because all right so right now this have you heard sound. of wait? Have you heard of Plato's theory about love? No. Oh, the the idea that you're born and then you need to meet someone. It's like your two halves that are disconnected. Yeah. So basically, Plato's theory is that like long ago in a different dimension, humans all had like soulmates. We were connected to the hip, so we all had four arms and and four legs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then some god came and split us in half. And we spend our entire lives in halves looking for our other half. And that's why we never feel whole. Yeah. No, I also, that's very beautiful. And I, I, I like that version of being a soulmate. I also think we don't feel whole, or whole because we're all so fucking poor. Like, like, like we need more yeah. things. Like, you need a home. You need a consistent source of food. You need to know where your bills are getting paid. Mm. And, like, that can't all be wrapped up in, in one other person. Like, like if, if, <laughs> if people just had more, like, the way they deal with us is they need us to pair up so they can only give us, you know, benefits like healthcare and housing and all these things in pairs so yeah. it's cheaper for them. And I think... There's something really interesting going on in China right now where they're having this huge housing bubble that's out of control because the one-child policy made way more men than women. Mm. And now women won't even look at a man that doesn't have a house. Mm. So now the prices of homes are skyrocketing. And inherently, in Chinese society right now, Chinese men are not enough. Like, like because there's way more men than women. Women have so many options. And women, like all human beings, need a home. Mm. They can't get a home themselves because of internalized misogyny. Yeah. So they literally need a man with a home. Yeah. So a man by himself is inherently not enough. So like, uh, until enough things are decommodified, mm. we're always going to be stuck with this feeling of not being enough. Yeah. Because like one human... So now, so now we're just both homeless. Like We have each other. <laughs> yeah. We're soulmates and we're homeless. And I'm, dis- and I'm a disappointment. If I can't provide you 
food, housing, healthcare. That's like that's between you and Joe Biden. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm I and I I think that we really need to like get back to a very pure place, which is something I've believed for a number of years now. Where it's like relationships should be about eating, fucking. And going places. And nothing else. And nothing <laughs> else. Yeah, no, yeah. no, like, joint bills. No, like, figuring out what type of subprime mortgage to get. Yeah. No, like, it, like, it's anything more than eating, going places, and fucking is unsustainable. It's unnecessary. And you guys are going to hate each other. Yeah, yeah. You guys are going to fucking hate each other. Yeah. Because yeah. life is really fucking hard in this stage of end capitalism. And, like... The stress is actually going to corrode any semblance of like purity between the two of you. Yeah. So the more that you can just focus your relationship around eating, fucking, and going places, um, the better you'll be. But that's so priv. Like I- I'm sure someone is listening to me right now yeah. and be like, like, "No, I I'm yeah. Like yeah. I I need to split things with my partner. I need my boyfriend to pay more of the rent or like whatever whatever it is." But like understand that that's not your fault. Yeah. So you shouldn't <laughs> try your best not to internalize that. And in that forgiveness and grace you give yourself, try to forgive your partner for the things that they can't control. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay, so you have a lot of experience loving people who are mentally ill. (laughs) This is something you're good at. My new life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Loving women who are mentally ill. That's my shit, yo. (laughs) No, like, how has it. How's that? How has that been? How are you coping? I think it's important to think about mental health as both a clinical and behavioral issue. It, it's very important to like both give someone like the grace for kind of being unwell, and then also just like allow yourself to like be hurt by it. You know, mm. like I feel like in my first relationship i i would like almost like not allow myself to be hurt when something that happened as a result of their mental illness hurt my feelings because it's like oh that's out of their control that's no but that still hurt yeah yeah that's what then and and, that's valid and the thing about being mentally ill and, and dating is the only person that will truly understand you is someone else who's mentally ill but now we're just living in a circus. Yeah. Like we, we might we might as well take this on the road. Like this is a full movie at this point. Yeah, yeah. And then, or you could date a normie, neurotypical, non-depressed, perfectly well-adjusted person who in 2021 is a sociopath. Yeah. I don't even trust yeah. someone who has yeah. no mental illnesses and is perfectly well-adjusted. And then you'll never find any understanding. Maybe you'll have a bit more of a stable existence, but then they'll probably just get tired of you and and leave you and and leave you even more doubtful of your ability to be like an adult than you had before. I don't know. That's a really tough question. Yeah. I've decided that like, I prefer knowing that I'm a bit off in the head to be with someone else who's a bit off in the head because then, then at least I have understanding. Yeah. And I would prefer to live in the circus. Yeah. With some understanding than to live in like the white picket fence with someone who will never understand where I'm coming from. Mm. But it's a, it's a circus. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like two mentally unwell people in a relationship is is a circus. But I, I think I do think that we, we need each other. 
Oh, thank you. I was speaking speaking generally, but... No, something I also want to explore is, like, what does it mean to be broken? Like, what, what is... Because... Bitch, we're all trash. No, but and no. I, to I, be... Honestly, like, I don't think we talk enough about human fallibility. And that's why we suffer. If we really... If society was built on the premise that everyone is trash, as opposed to, like, everyone is great, and that's why we should have a meritocracy, and that makes it... Like, so many of our problems would be solved. Yeah. Like, the first step to any type of self-acceptance is just like knowing with your full chest that you are trash but so is everyone else so what does it mean to be broke how can you be broken in a world of broken people what is that like you know does brokenness not only exist in relation to wholeness yeah and but no one is like there is nothing there is no wholeness for you to exist in relation to so how can you be broken right 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 and what what does it mean to be well adjusted in a time where we're literally going off of a cliff society. Yeah. What, is, yeah. what does it mean to be well-adjusted yeah. in that? And, and, do you, and like, do you look trust at the people who are well-adjusted. Well yeah, is you, that you, who you want to be? Right. And do you, you, do you trust them? Do you mm. trust someone that's okay with yeah. everything going on? Yeah. Right is that who you, you want to confide in? Will they ever understand what the fuck you're talking about? Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, but what's, what's your answer? Like, do you... To me, being broken isn't being broken to me being broken is being exhausted beyond the point to keep trying mm, i think that's just suicide yeah and, and and that's that's what i would consider broken but mm. so long as you have energy i think that you should be hopeful so long so long as you're self-aware and you have the energy to keep working on yourself and not even working on yourself in the way that people tell you to work on yourself like like going to therapy or, or whatever like fuck that and and also like you do true <laughs> yeah and like don't you're not the person who did, gets to determine whether you're doing better like th- i think yeah. that's the part that really frustrates me about therapy we've like put it's like uh <laughs> when you get to like grade your own test in high school <laughs> like <laughs> i think you're actually way more selfish way less emotionally available and way more pretentious that's my review like why don't we review each other instead of like oh peer review self-improvement oh oh, you're feeling so much better well i think you're even more insufferable (laughs) so where do we go from here and, no, we and, should. I think no. I think self care should be peer so, reviewed. Was so oh, the, the funniest thing is when like someone recommends you their therapist. And I it's know. like I have I've seen their work. I have no interest. I have, I have no no no. Thank you. I'm I'm okay. But but thank you for asking. Um, so like so that's that's the and like that's really dope because I think that the level of wellness like your mental. Fitness, your ability to be deemed well, whatever that means, is judged by other people. Yeah. I, I've spent enough time with manic depressives to know that they feel fucking great. Yeah. Like when you're experiencing <laughs> yeah. a, a manic episode, they're literally like, I've never felt better. And then it's like, no, but you just spent $60,000 on a car <laughs> that you can't afford. And they're like, yeah. But like, that's like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just doing what feels best. I'm just doing what makes me happy. Yeah. And we, we really need to like put, the grading manual into like each other's hands. I'm so tired of like us 
grading our own tests. Yeah. It's yeah. corrupt. It's it's like kleptocracy. It's corruption. <laughs> it's leading to like global emotional corruption. Where like people are so unwell, but because they feel good, and they pay a white woman two hundred dollars an hour to fucking scribble in a notebook. It's it's insane. Like it's like we should have never let people self dictate their own wellness. <laughs> Yeah. I think most of these are awful. <laughs> and by the way, it's like, it's the people that think they're so unwell. Or it's like, I think you're so great. Like, yeah, you, you, yeah. Held, you held the door for me. You think about other people constantly. You have empathy. You take other and that's, that is why you're unwell. Yeah, yeah. And then it's the person who meditates 16 hours a day that owes me $2,000. <laughs> that's like, I'm doing so, like, I just, you know. Like, where's my money? I, no, I, I, I can't. But this is the logical conclusion of the cult of individuality. Yeah. This is this is the reason why it leads to delusion. Yeah. We've put we've given people the ability to grade their own test, literally eroding any sense of objective good. Yeah. Because if you're good, then you're good. Yeah. And I don't care if you just gaslighted and emotionally abused but someone. Thing you're is good. Like, because you say you are. It's crazy. But it's also like who the fuck are you? To decide that you are not good enough. Like, bitch, you're oh, not good enough to not be good enough. Absolutely. Who the fuck are you to decide absolutely. that? Who I the fuck think, are you, bitch? I think because of my utilitarian, I think that, like, we, we get to decide. Like, I think a group of friends should get to vote on, like, the <laughs> mental wellness because they're the only one who knows we don't see ourselves yeah and i I noticed that with projections like it's literally a project you don't see you putting what your ex did to you on your current boyfriend you don't see it you just think like oh my god it's so inconsiderate that he wouldn't have done this and you're not really thinking of like yes that is wrong but where's the battery for what your response is going to be yeah coming from yeah and like we we don't see like you can't get a good enough angle on yourself. It's, mm. it's like very important to note that. But we've created a society where the barometer for your own wellness is your opinion on your wellness. Yeah. So. I just lost my train of no, thought, cool. but I had a, I had a, a question. Um, hold on. Oh, yes. I did want to ask, do you think that anyone is broken? I think everyone is broken. Yeah. And some people are broken beyond repair and do they will they find love i don't know but i don't think we're doing anything for them by like putting that expectation on them yeah I, i think like the disney idea of everyone finding love yeah everyone all of us but there's there's just but also does does everyone want love like does everyone and right now i'm talking about romantic love because mm-hmm. these questions about like am i worthy of finding love are about finding romantic partners i don't know what to do with our generation because we were both told that like you kind of need to be aloof you need to kind of like not try too hard like trying mm. too hard um to be pleasing and i think this goes for like all genders like trying too hard is deemed as like corny and and like truly showing effort in a relationship is like sort of frowned upon or just viewed as like very old and antiquated yet at the same time we're being told that like 
you deserve more, mm. <laughs> you know? So like you both deserve more, but like truly like being seen trying is yeah. like corny. Yeah. And, and, and there's both someone for everybody and you deserve your soulmate, yet there's more fish in the sea. Like I don't, there's just mm. so much like directly conflicting advice that I don't know what to make of any of it yeah. anymore. And I think people are, are just very confused because like, like fundamentally what I'm asking is do you think that everyone will find love thank you for listening to the first half of this conversation if you're interested in listening to the rest of this conversation you will find it on patreon so please support my patreon you can go to patreon.com bobo's void or you can just click on the link in the description box below If you enjoyed this conversation, I'll be having so many more of these types of conversation with different friends, with different strangers, with all types of interesting people, and sometimes just conversing with myself. If you are interested in philosophy, politics, race, all the things, I'll be hosting all the conversations on my Patreon. So patreon.com slash bobo's void or just click on the description box below and support me thank you